Welcome to Save Six Figures with Gina Knox, the podcast where I coach you on how to save $100,000 by optimizing your cash flow. Hello, savers, and welcome back to the podcast. I'm very excited because today we're kicking off a new series called How Did Gina insert big fun thing here. (laughs) And I spent some time on Instagram a couple weeks back crowdsourcing questions and ideas and stories that you guys want to hear. And I have added in a couple of my own as well. And in this series, we're just going to go behind the scenes on some of the things that I've been able to accomplish financially. I'm going to be super transparent with you with how I did that. And we're going to talk just about building wealth in general. How do we build wealth? And I think that when we hear direct stories and we hear actually what happened behind the scenes, it is a lot easier to identify what we might have to do ourselves in order to accomplish similar things ourselves. So that's what we're going to be talking about all today. We're talking about debt today, but before we jump into the actual content of this episode, I want to give you guys a reminder that next Monday, September 18th, the Seven Figure Wealth Mastermind applications are opening to everybody. I'm so excited. 8 a.m. Central Standard Time. Mark your calendars. We're opening up Seven Figure Wealth for the last time this year. Now, Seven Figure Wealth is my six-month wealth mastermind. And when you join us in the first 24 hours, so before 8 a.m. on September 19th, when you join us within the first 24 hours, you qualify for our launch bonus. It's only going to be available to the people who join within the first 24 hours. So I want to like talk about it as much as possible. So if you want it, you don't miss it. You're going to be invited to join me live in Austin, Texas for our very first Wealthy Weekend Retreat. Mm, I'm so excited. This is going to be a wealthy, (laughs) lavish experience for a day where you're going to come, you're going to get coached, we're going to help you open up your investment portfolios, We're going to help you consolidate things. If you have old 401ks that you need to move over, old 403bs, we're going to coach together. We're going to also relax together, have lunch together. And overall, it's just going to be an incredibly restorative weekend where you get to come and really just hone in and focus on wealth building. Now, I have often talked about how Really spending time with your finances is one of the deepest forms of self-love. When we take care of our finances, we take care of our life. Because unfortunately, in the world that we live in, money touches every single aspect of our life. So I'm going to invite you to come to Austin, Texas and join me in person where we can co-create a vision of what your wealthy life is going to look like. And then we can actually start working on it and getting things going. I don't like to just say like, okay, and then you're going to do this and then you're going to do that. And I'll see you in a couple weeks. I'm like, no, open your laptop. (laughs) We're opening the accounts. We're moving things over. We're getting things set up. We're going to get moving. And we're also going to relax and have a fabulous time together as a mastermind group. So again, 
only available to people who join within the first 24 hours. So on Monday morning, when the applications go live, you're going to submit your application. And if my team has accepted you, you have two options. You can either go straight to checkout and join us, or you can decide to book a sales call if you want to speak with me first. Now, as you can imagine, this is a 24 hour bonus. There are very limited sales call slots on day one. So if you want one of those slots, make sure to submit your application at 8 a.m., okay? Because those slots are gonna fill up fast. There's only a couple. If you still wanna talk to me, but you did not get one of the slots, that's okay. We're hosting an open house, which is basically like a group call where you can come ask me questions. I'm gonna be on that call for 90 minutes. I'm gonna take you through all of the stuff that you get in Seven Figure Wealth. I'll take you through the portal. I'll talk to you about the curriculum. And I'm also happy to answer your questions individually. So we will have an open house at 5 p.m. CST. The links for all of that will be in our email. So if you're not on our email list, join our email list to make sure that you get that. So that's a great alternative if you don't get one of our sales call slots and you still wanna talk to me before joining. And you definitely want to make sure that you get access to the Wealthy Weekend Retreat. Okay, that was a lot. (laughs) I don't think I'll go as in-depth on that on the other episodes in this series, but I really wanted to make sure, again, I'm hammering home because I don't want anyone to come and say, I didn't know about it, or oh my gosh, I really wish I I hadn't forgot, or whatever, right? I don't want any regret. Okay, let's talk about how did Gina pay off $42,000 of business debt in May. I'm so excited for this episode because this episode almost did not happen. (laughs) And I, I don't mean it because I almost didn't pay off the debt. I mean, in May, I paid off $42,000 of business debt. And to me, it was such a not big deal that I didn't even really realize that it was a story that I should tell you guys. (laughs) Like this was literally, I did this at the airport while I was about to fly to Italy um, at JFK. I was on my phone and I was like, okay, my credit card payment is due. I went in, I did it. And then I went to Italy. It was so not a big deal that it didn't register that it's something that you guys might want to hear about until months later when I was thinking about the seven figure wealth launch. When I was thinking about what stories are, do I want to tell you guys what stories make sense? And then I'm like, Oh my God, how did I skip over this so much? And I really think it just goes to show how unbothered I am about debt. I I want to start there because really that's, that's very important to how I actually did it. I don't make debt mean anything about me. Me having business debt does not mean I'm a bad business owner. It doesn't mean I'm about to go out of business. It doesn't mean I'm irresponsible. It doesn't mean that I was, you know, backed into a corner and debt was my only option and I was in a bind. Debt doesn't mean anything about me. So I'm so unbothered when I have it that it doesn't impact my sales. That is a gold nugget lesson in and of itself. When clients come to me with debt and so much debt mind drama, when they are so 
worried about their debt and when they're making their debt mean a lot about them, it's very often that the flip side of that is that they put pressure on their business because they feel this intense, overwhelming need to pay off the debt as soon as possible. And when they put that pressure on their business, it actually impacts their sales negatively, right? I think it's not hard to like follow that narrative of, you know, feeling like, okay, I'm on a sales call and like, oh my God, this sale has to convert. Otherwise I won't be able to pay off my debt, right? You're putting all that pressure on the sales call instead of just being present and talking to your potential client and asking them questions and answering their questions. You're just thinking the whole time, if this doesn't convert, I won't be able to pay off my debt. Pressure, right? Or going into a launch and telling yourself, if this launch doesn't go well, I won't be able to pay off my debt. And so this launch better go well. And you're so consumed by thinking about that instead of actually just doing your launch, right? You're so worried. And usually, and I've talked about financial avoidance a lot on the podcast before, but usually when we're in this pressurized state, one of two things tends to happen. One of them is you start avoiding your finances because you feel like it's causing you so much distress that it doesn't even make sense to look at it. And you have like, I've seen people who are like, I will not log into my bank account before a launch because if I do, it's going to, it's going to spin me out and it's going to affect my launch. So I'm going to avoid even looking at my bank account, right? So we go into full financial avoidance or the opposite that this is the second kind of thing that happens when you're putting so much pressure on your, on your business is spending hours and hours and hours in your spreadsheets, I see this with my clients all the time where they're like so worried financially that they're spending hours projecting out, well, if this happens, then what will happen? If I make this money sales, then how much debt can I pay off? And they're like overly consuming their spreadsheets. And by overly consuming their spreadsheets, they're ignoring actually doing the money-making activities that will help them eventually pay off the debt. So it all really starts with mindset because if you are in that pressurized state, it's not actually helpful for me to just give you a debt payoff strategy if you are in super avoidance of your finances or in hypervigilant spreadsheet mode. We have to solve that problem first so that we can get you to safe. We need you to feel financially safe and calm so that we can strategically look at your debt, decide what debt we're going to pay off, what debt doesn't make sense to pay off, and then make a plan to actually make that happen. So I really want to stay there for a moment because part of how Gina was able to pay off $42,000 of business debt in May was she was not putting pressure on her sales to pay off the debt. She was fine with having it either way. She was really neutral either way. And it may be hard for you, for some of you to hear that because it's like, well, but the interest is accruing. How can you be fine if the interest is accruing? Well, first of all, I knew how much interest was accruing and I knew that I could afford it either way. One of my favorite things to do with my clients is to pull up, let me pull it up for a second. One, give me a minute. Okay. It's called the nerd wallet credit card interest calculator. One of my favorite activities is to do this with clients when they're freaking out about how much interest they're paying, because most of the time when you're calculating how much interest you're going to owe on your credit card, you're doing it wrong. 
Here's how a lot of people do it. Like I had a client who came to me with $8,000 of debt on her Amex and it was at 16%. So she was like, okay, if I have $8,000 of debt and they're charging me 16%, that is $1,280 of interest because 8,000 times 0.16 is 1,280. So I'm going to be charged $1,200. Like that's a lot of money. Like that's money going down the drain. And I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. You're calculating it wrong. That's not how interest is calculated. Interest is calculated on a average daily balance. It's actually kind of complicated the way they calculate how much interest you owe per month. You can't just do it with a basic calculator, which is why I love this nerd wallet calculator. But what you do, your daily rate is one 365th of your annual rate. So if your APR is, let's say, like 18%, then the daily rate would be 0.052%, which is 1 356th of 18%. So you actually have to calculate the daily average rate. So all this is to say, most people most people calculate their credit card interest wrong and then they freak out because it looks like a big number. So if I'm gonna type in $8,000 into this calculator and I'm gonna say that she was charged 16%, She's not paying $1,280 of interest. She's paying $105 of interest per month. And that feels like such a more approachable number, right? Yes, it's still interest. Yes, we eventually want to pay it off and we don't want to be paying $105 for nothing. But it's not the end of the world. Even my, I'm going to put in my $42,000 into this calculator. Give me a second. At 19%, which is my interest rate. Even the $42,000, which is objectively a large amount of money for the majority of people. They're charging me per month $660 of interest. Yes, that's a lot of money. But it's not something that's going to drastically break the bank at my level And also, it's not 42,000 times 0.19, which is $7,900 a month, right? So the first thing we gotta do is be okay with having debt and actually know your numbers. Calculate how much they're actually charging you because most of the time, it is far, far, far less than what you think it is. (laughs) Like 100% of my clients who I've taken through this calculator are shocked at how little they're actually getting charged. Okay, so that was number one. Then, Gina, okay, how did you pay it off? The answer is pretty simple. I followed my strategy that I teach in Seven Figure Wealth for how to pay off business debt. Number one, I had both my business credit cards on auto minimum payments. I wanna make sure I never miss a payment, so I just turn on auto minimum payments, and those are running no matter what. Then, According to my cash flow waterfall, which is a tool that I actually teach in Six Figure Saver, um, according to my cash flow waterfall, I make lump sum payments towards the debt when I can. Now, when I can is very subjective, but for me, it's I have three months of business expenses in the bank, and then anything above that I can do as a lump sum towards the debt. Then, and I was doing that. 
I had accumulated a lot of this debt in January because I had a very low cash month in January and I had very high expenses. And then I had accumulated a bit more throughout the year, all the way through May. But I was doing my process. I was had my minimum payments on. I was paying lump sums when I could. So $5,000 here, $8,000 there, etc. Then I had a my biggest cash month to date because I had my biggest launch to date. And that was in May. And in May, because I was still following my own rules for myself, I made sure I had three months of cash in the bank and then anything above that for my business, I should say, anything above that I put towards the debt, I was able to pay off the debt in one click, right? But it started with me not being bothered by having the debt. It started with me being okay with paying the interest. Paying interest is just paying a fee for a service. I am paying a fee for the service of having access to capital. That's not morally wrong. Can we pause there for a minute? I think so many people think of like, oh my God, interest is throwing money away and it's irresponsible and think about how much other things I could do with that money and but 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 We don't think about that for any of the other services that we pay money for. I pay ClickUp $500 a year. And I don't think to myself, oh my God, it's irresponsible. I'm paying money for a thing and, and I could use that money for so many other things. No, it's ridiculous. I'm paying money for a service and the service is ClickUp and I enjoy that service. Same for debt. Interest is just paying money to have access to capital that you didn't have access to before. So are you willing to pay that fee or not? I was willing to pay that fee. And I knew exactly how much that fee was because I used this calculator, (laughs) right? So even if my launch hadn't have gone that well, and even if I needed to take longer to pay off the debt, which I didn't luckily, I still would have been okay with paying that fee. And I budgeted for that fee. That's another thing. A lot of people get freaked out around debt because they're freaked out about their ability to pay it back. And that just means that you didn't budget to pay that fee. That's all we got to do. You just like any other thing you budget in your business, the software that you pay, your VA, your OBM, your podcast manager, whoever, you just have to plan to have that fee. Now, some of us will have higher fees than others because some of us are using more debt than others, right? So you have to budget accordingly. But The way I paid it off was quite simple and it was just following my plan. Minimum payments plus lump sums when I could until I paid it off. And I did it in six months, right? I accumulated the debt in January and then a bit more along the way and then my May was done. And I haven't accumulated more debt since then because I still have the three months of savings in my bank account. So I don't have to fall back on using debt if I'm in a bind. I have savings if I'm in a bind. So this was a long, a long-winded podcast, but um, this is the process that I teach you inside Seven Figure Wealth. I teach you this process for how to pay off debt, but I also teach you what debt to pay off when, because oftentimes we have lots of different types of debt. Gina, I have student loans and credit cards and business credit cards and personal credit cards, and I have a mortgage and auto loans. What should I pay off first? Inside of the curriculum portal that you get when you join Seven Figure Wealth, I will answer all those questions for you 
But also we have one of my favorite features in Seven Figure Wealth, which is a debt review. You can submit all of your debt numbers to us and I will go through and create a custom loom video for you that will tell you what debt to pay off first and how to pay it off, like how much to do based on all of your numbers that you submit to me. It is so fun and it's so clear, right? Because you have a very direct plan and you don't even have to wait a week to get these reviews. You can submit them at any time and I respond Monday through Friday. You don't have to wait for our call or if you can't make a call that week, you can still get your debt review done. Okay, I'm very excited for the next episode. This was a long, long episode with lots and lots of information. So listen back if you need to. Um, But like I said, applications for Seven Figure Wealth open on Monday at 8 a.m. Make sure, make sure, make sure that you submit your application that day if you want to get our launch bonus, the Wealthy Weekend Retreat here in Austin. More, More details are coming on that or will be on the sales page, I should say. All right, so mark your calendars. Tomorrow, we're going to be dropping another episode in this series, How Did Gina Do Things? (laughs) So come back and tune in tomorrow for the next episode, and I will see you guys on Monday. All right, take it easy.